Hey, guys, I'm going to be hanging out with uh, one of my exes this weekend. Oh, okay. Like for a long, long, long time or uh, a kid's as thing? short a time as possible. <laughs> now, That's what uh, she said, Sam. Saturday, she works uh, at a church. And okay, so they, I know what ex, okay. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, they're having a, a tailgate cook-off this Saturday. Oh. All right. And she wants me to be one of the <clears throat> celebrity judges. Oh, really? Oh, so okay. where is she going to find a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. She did ask me about the two of you, but I knew you were you had plans Going out this of week. town. Yeah, yeah we'll be out of town. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if she believed me or not. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's to judge this tailgate cook-off. I did it for them last year, and, I, and, and after... Well, okay, what? well, how many... Like all the same dish, or is it anything that people bring to a tailgate? That's what I don't know about this year. See, last year everything was just lumped together. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was kind of hard to pick the best dish when you have a couple desserts and a couple of. You <laughs> she know, knows you. Oh, she knows how particular jalapeno you are. poppers, and I wasn't. I, there was a three-person panel, so nice. I wasn't the only one. Great. Uh, okay. So there weren't any categories last year. Yeah. And then after the fact, it was like, hey, I get the questionnaire about how to improve it next year. Oh, Lord. And I was like, hang on. I'm going to lick my pen and start writing. Send them a novel, did you? Need. I just suggested nicely. You know, I don't do this mean. I just suggested nicely that, you know, they do the categories next year, which would be this weekend. Which will make your work more involved this weekend, but yeah, that's okay, but that's you'll fine. be happier. But as long as like we're just doing this and we're just doing that, you know. Did you walk away really full? The last time I ever did anything like that's been years ago, and I was way too full because you only get a little bite of everything, well, I, and that's fine. The, some of these things, you know, you get that little bite and that's enough, oh, really. Got it, got it, got it. Got but then there are a couple dishes that it's like, can Man. you get some more of this? Because I really like this. And as a judge, you get those special favors. You know? Nice. Oh, we'll give you a big plate. Oh, yeah. nice, because you're so, giving yeah. up your time. Yeah. And then they gave me a gift, so that was really nice. Excellent. That's super nice. <laughs> you going to suggest to them some of our game day grub on our website? MurphySamAndJody.com, game day grub, our favorite football recipes. You know, I'll make a QR code and put it on a sign right where I'm sitting. Shoot this for uh, game day. May I suggest this for next year? I hear they're good. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider at 620. Coming up next, though, Rolling Stone Magazine has picked the greatest TV shows of all time. And Mm -hmm. we're going to hit that for you and see what you think about number one. Rolling Stone Magazine has come up with the top TV shows, greatest TV shows of all time. And they're, look, they're good with their lists. They're very intentional with they their pick list. them themselves or they got experts um those in the industry ah, they compiled right. lists from well they reached out to tv stars and tv creators and critics alike so to compile a list a pretty big time window now you're talking about i guess the late 1940s is when tv first really started to take hold in america mm-hmm. all the way then till now yeah. basically so let's just hit some of the hot ones the highlights for you okay, okay. Mm-hmm. um on the list coming in at like 49th was friends Jeopardy made it. Wow. Jeopardy made it because it changed the game of game shows. Mary Mary Tyler Moore show finished in the top 50. And it was it was a it jarred the industry a little bit. Sesame Street on the list. And I think that's pretty important. It really certainly changed TV. It changed children's lives. I like that it made the list there. Seinfeld in there, of course. That changed the sitcom forever. Seinfeld was higher than Friends. 
Uh, yes. Wow. Seinfeld was in the top 10. Yeah. Friends was 49. I'm surprised that Friends is lower on the list simply because it's so iconic. Maybe it wasn't a game changer, but it was certainly It wasn't a game changer. What they're looking for is something that shakes up the industry. Yeah. And Seinfeld did that because it literally wasn't about anything. It wasn't about anything and it had the stand up in between. Right. Right. Okay. Another of our favorites, Murphy, is definitely in the top 10 and that's Mad Men. I happen to think that's one of the greatest ever. Nothing will ever compare to a genre, like a a period piece like that one did. I felt like I was in the 60s when I watched that. And you know, I think that's where AMC really started to kind of go into the grittier shows that you wouldn't necessarily find on broadcast TV. Number three on the list, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. I am not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. (laughs) Number two on the list, um, The Simpsons. Which I guess did change it for animation. It's still around. And it's still running. True. Number one on the list as a game changer. And when you think about it, it's true. And that's The Sopranos. Tony Soprano came along and it felt like you were watching a movie every week instead of a TV show. That's number one, according to Rolling Stone. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, the return of Michael Myers. And is it possible for him to be scarier? I think so. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Indeed. Have you guys seen the final trailer for the final time Jamie Lee Curtis swears she's going to play Laurie Strode? And I believe her because I've watched the whole trailer. The movie is the final for her. For Halloween. Yes, it's called Halloween Ends. It's been four years since Michael Myers vanished without a trace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. So this movie is four years after the events of Halloween Kills, which we got in theaters last year. And audiences loved it. And I do still say that Michael Myers, to me, is one of the scariest. I can't believe they're going to end that franchise. Well, here's what we know. The word is, according to Jamie Lee Curtis says she's not playing her anymore. And then if you watch the whole trailer, you get that sort of sense. (laughs) You get more than the sense that she, Lori, the character, is like, there's only one way for him to die, and that's if I die too. Oh. Okay, so that yeah. sort of self-sacrificing sort of storyline. Yeah. And it looked, I guess what? It looks really scary. It is not like some fabricated first movie that where you could well, see yeah. weird stuff happening. This is scary. When you watch it in the theater, it's scary too because of the way the sounds jump at you. And all yeah, that. and here's how it's going to fall. In theaters, October 14th and on Peacock the same day. So streaming as well when it lands. Coming up next. You guys like to go to the home improvement store, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Why more of your favorite things that you're there for are going to be locked up. Want you guys to know, especially you two, I know you like to go to home improvement stores. I think Murphy just likes to go in there, you know, and then think of the project. You know what I could do with this? So, you know what? Funny? Yeah. funny you say that. There probably have been times I've done it's that. It's a human yeah. thing. We all do it. You I, know what I needs weather stripping in our house, honey? I yeah. do this at Ulta. Like, oh, you know, I think I would like to wear, try that color. Mm-hmm. And I buy it. I do it at Bed Bath & Beyond. Of course you do. Candles. <laughs> candles and bath bombs. Murphy does it at Home, at home Depot or Lowe's uh, or, what, or uh, whatever. Yeah, me like too. a hardware store. <laughs> okay, so the word is for big chains like Home Depot, like Best Buy, another one of your faves, guys, Um, they are going to be locking up more of their merchandise. Video Uh. games, power tools, you name it. Whatever's been stolen the most, they are locking up more. And there's already 
And that is what the the sadness about that is it inconveniences all of the rest of us. They lock up now a lot of like the Ring and Amazon stuff, you mm-hmm. know, all that. But okay. that's pretty much all of some when of the electronic stuff. But they, uh, the tools are out there in the open. The story is because whatever's locked up, it's what is has been stolen right. too much. Everybody, yeah. you that know, makes sense. It does. However. So what happens is you need that. You'll grab a card or something with a QR code. You bring it up to the register. Then they have to go get it for you. That's all fine and good so that we can get our stuff and they don't have to worry about theft as much. But it's harder when stores are short-staffed, which many of them are. That makes sense. So it's going to add time to your visit. Um, Office Depot and Office Max have done that. As long as I can remember, yeah. where there are things that you know what like, you see on the on the counter is the demo model, and then you have to pull the card for certain things to go to the back. You know that they'll pull out of a like closet. Computer like, stuff? computers that makes sense. The um, laptops. I know at Walmart they've started locking down all the like even the phone cases in the electronics department. I didn't know that. I don't, yeah, the ones I uh, go to, it's like all that stuff. Like if you want to look and yeah. hold a phone case, yeah, yeah. or an adapter or you something, it's like somebody, you yeah. got. And in that department, finding somebody. <laughs> and look, and every look, every problem in the world does not need to have a have blame assigned, but it is because of shoplifting. Yeah. So when it happens, just take your deep breath. Add some patience to your day. Yeah. Look, I'd rather it be locked up instead of pri- prices continuing to go up because things are stolen. <laughs> there you, you know? go. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam has music news. i tell you about a new Vegas residency, and for this one, you can actually text the lead singer. Sam's music news. Brought to you by Lowe's. Maroon 5 has announced their Vegas residency. It's going to be uh, next year, March, April, July, August. 16 dates total. I would think they would be really good to see in a small venue like that. Most of the Vegas residencies are small amphitheaters. 5,200-seat residency at the Dolby Live at Park MGM. Uh, That's where Aerosmith was supposed to be, Jody. Well, they are. Actually, they're they're Uh, there now. now, Uh, They're calling it the M5LV, the residency. Mm, It's the the Adam's in trouble with his wife. Yeah, it's amazing that they release this information now. (laughs) Let's, Let's get the pressure off Adam. Tickets go on sale Monday, by the way, okay. if you want to check this one out. Mm-hmm. There's a cool Lizzo story going around this week. Uh, she yeah. just performed in Washington, D.C. the other night. And she plays flute. She's a flautist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And while she was in D.C., one of the, the uh, one of the curators at the uh, Library of Congress said, hey, you play flute, come by. We got 1,800 flutes here, some old stuff we want you to see. Yes. So she did. She went by and saw it. And then at her concert... The the curator brought to the concert a crystal flute. What? That used to belong to James Madison. Listen. So here's the story behind this flute. This was from the early 1800s, and this was a gift to James Madison from a French crystal flute designer. There was a fire when he was away, and the only two things that were saved was a portrait of George Washington and this crystal flute right here. Yeah, cool. A 200-year-old crystal flute. I mean, they were just like, here, don't drop it. Yeah, don't trip. And so what she did is she played it. Of course. And that's about all she did. She didn't play a whole song on it. Right. Obviously, they don't want her... You know, dropping it or anything, then she gave it right wow. back. Oh, yeah, to the it needs to be that's preserved. Wow. A crystal flute that's 200 cool years old. For Lizzo. And if you're a fan of Phil Spector, <laughs> yeah. there is a documentary coming to Showtime, a four part documentary about mainly about the killing, not so much about his career. Oh. I had nothing to do with her death. 
It was a media circus. Here we go. Here comes the next OJ trial. He did not like to be alone. He had abandonment issues. Phil Spector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, when is it? Where? Yeah, it's coming November 4th, uh, four parts on Showtime. It will also be streaming at the same time. So Murphy learned this week that he could be a tier one support person within our company for <laughs> IT. Oh. Right, because you were on the phone with, was her name Margaret? Yeah. She was tier one. Yeah. And everything she asked you to do to fix your laptop. I, I had already done and it didn't <laughs> solve the problem, which is, you know, so she escalated me to tier two. And <laughs> So let's get the tier two update. Yeah. yeah. Well, so tier two is on to something here. Tier two, though. This is Margaret's or no, no, Margaret's. Margaret's, Margaret's strictly tier, tier one. one. Okay, she's she's letting people in. Yeah, she's filtering them out, <laughs> and then you and want the real to, problems go to tier two, right? And so I, I'm waiting for some feedback this morning. Tier two, super nice guy. What's the name? Dustin. Okay, I just love the names. Keep yeah. coming. Dustin's a great guy. He's like super. He's super helpful. But as he's going through everything, we did all the same things. That Margaret did. <laughs> you didn't good, tell him we did this no, already? No, for good measure, tier one. You know, wow. I mean, he, he wanted to make sure that he had, I think he was just like fact-checking oh, so you Margaret. You gave them patient Mar- Murphy is what you did. Yeah. You gave well, yeah, them super he, sweet, patient. He probably was doing exactly what he should do, which was verifying that tier one had done their job. Mm-hmm. Because okay. the last thing he would want to happen is he's been, you've been escalated to tier two for a tier one problem. You know? <laughs> Who wants that? Right? You're right. Okay. So, <laughs> a waste of his Sounds time. like discussions at the IT water cooler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they escalated um, into a tier two. So, as of this morning, I'm still not able to log in completely, but mm. he's pretty sure he did, he had to hand me off to somebody else, though. Tier three? No, this is actually not tier three. That's two and a half? Was I thought dude? it was going to be tier three. Dustin was great, but all the things that he said is, just, I think this is a completely different area than just log in. I am going to, he says. This the call last night. He says, I need to bring in our MFAS team. What? And we all know what MFAS <laughs> no, stands for. I don't, for. But I know I what the know. first two letters mean. Me yeah, too. no, it's, it's multi factor authentication oh, specialist. That nonsense. He had that to bring in the multi factor authentication specialist because slowing apparently the world down. my problem is not just the login, it's what happens after the login, Man. which is because, you know, you can't log in once to anything anymore, right? right? Everything's got to be multi factor. Is this all because you have a new phone? <laughs> you know, <laughs> tier one right here. I, I know tier that's, one. I understand that's your typical answer yeah. for everything, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a coincidence. Um, I, I actually asked him that, and he said, "No, I promise you, this has nothing to do with your phone." Mm-hmm. Whew, thank goodness, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, not yet. I haven't heard back from MFAS yet. Oh. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. It's seven twenty. And on the way next, the most empowering thing you can do for a child who is scared of all the Halloween stuff, including going into a haunted house. It's almost time for haunted houses to pop up everywhere across America. Mm-hmm. And I always like to talk about this a little bit. The most empowering, th- you know where I'm going, Murph. Oh, yeah. The for most kids, empowering especially. thing you can do for a child who is scared of Halloween things, especially haunted houses, is to not force them to experience it. Mm. Period. If they don't want Hands to, right. down. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. If they're all about it, then great. Let them enjoy it. <clears throat> 
It's not like teaching them to swim. You just throw them in and say, That's Go also at it. negative. Oh. That's also makes it worse. Would you like to keep yeah. playing the game? Well, roller coasters, same deal. Roller coasters, <gasps> oh, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, characters. It happens. Characters sometimes. It's just, true. Yeah. Disney Clowns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, Clowns. sometimes, not all the time. Santa Claus. I was very scared of all things scary when I was a little girl. I was only forced to go into a haunted house once, and it was very traumatic. Is that the gorilla I, one? No, that was I was standing outside of the haunted house and the gorilla chased me around. Yeah. I wished I had gone in the haunted yeah. house. Now, you know. This is a guy in a gorilla outfit, yeah, right? My bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a real gorilla. Just for clarity. He yeah. was a, a teenage boy dressed up in a, as a gorilla and he chased me around and I cried and screamed. And, and it wasn't just the hat. No, it was a I mean, full body. It was a full body gorilla, gorilla suit. suit. Okay. Yes, it was. Anyway, um, I bring this up because it's empowering to let them de- decide. And, you know, you may not, you may tell them over and over, it's not real. It's just fun. It's, you don't have anything to be really be scared of, but that's invalidating them. You mm-hmm. need to validate, like, if they really feel that way, then validate their feelings because children sometimes have a hard time deciding what's real and what's not real. I still don't to this day enjoy the haunted house experience. Me, personally. So guess what? I don't go through. Yeah. And that's okay. The best example I can give you is our youngest, Phoebes, with a roller coaster. For years, we knew that she would, I, we thought we that she would like it. But she wasn't sure. Remember that? And so we never forced her. Yeah. I rode everything with Taylor instead. And eventually, it was her decision to do it. She slowly worked up her mind that she wanted to try it. And she tried it. And now she loves it. And that is how confidence is built. Yeah. So I shouldn't say, well, we're going in. You want to stay out here like a chicken? Go right ahead. (laughs) Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Indeed. Tom Hanks has written a novel. Um, He's writing about what he knows. It doesn't come out till next year. The title of the book is The Making of Another Major Motion Picture Masterpiece. Life was like a box of chocolates. So I'm thinking this makes a lot of sense. He could tell a lot of stories about how a movie is made. He even said in in an interview that everybody thinks they know how a movie's made, but they don't. You know, it's so much more strange and weird and intricate than you can think and, and figure it out. It's not just a book where he's telling you his experiences, though. Apparently he tells he takes different characters. He's doing it artistically. Yeah, it's like it's stuff that really happened to him, but he's made up the characters for it. Right. And and he's being um a little mysterious in the interviews because he told like People magazine, he's like, Look, I've made a lot of movies. Maybe four of them are good. Houston, we have a problem. What? <laughs> we have four? a main bus Yeah. <laughs> Not true. Uh, but the some funny thing is about that interview is he won't won't say, say what which the four ones. Are. I don't Wilson, know that you're gonna get that in the book either. I'm thinking Wilson! he's a- Oh Wilson, Wilson! That one made me cry. I think he's only made four stinkers. Like, it's opposite. Anyhow, the book is called The Making of Another Major Motion Picture Masterpiece, written by Tom Hanks. We'll get it May of 2023. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. And we're going to go to Facebook to find out if you would feed a strange backyard critter. 
You know, we love to hear from you. So jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Tomorrow's Grateful Friday. You can hit us early if you yeah. want to with what you're grateful for in your life. Um, also, join us on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, a lot of comments from our After the Show podcast post the other day, guys, on would you feed this critter? And it was a picture of me very close to a possum mm-hmm. because my one of my friends had a pet possum in her backyard. What was his name? I can't remember what she named him, Ralph or something like that. Sounds like a good name for a possum. <laughs> He's no more anyway. What happened? They moved. Oh, and so she stopped feeding him. She would feed him strawberries yeah. and grapes. and. Yeah, so she attracted him. Calling him a pet's probably a stretch, right? Yeah. Because he's okay. not so he, really domesticated. Yeah, right? and saying he is no more, he could still be. He could still be. You're right. Okay. They yeah. fool me like that all the time. Yeah. Well, okay. you don't ever want to you know, assume. Anything that, looks, a, anything that looks dead could yeah. be dead. Could be alive, you mean. Or <laughs> okay. that. Yeah. yeah. Tammy on our Facebook page, and I, we had asked, would you feed this critter? Tammy says, Jody, my mom feeds one every night. Popcorn Aww. and a few chips and whatever Aww. and whatever the birds leave on the ground after it eats. Uh, it goes over to the bird bath that's on the ground, takes a long drink, then leaves. <sighs> Isn't that cute? And with little cameras, you can watch them all night. There's so much going on at night while we sleep. It's so funny. Kristen says they love veggie scraps. At least the ones around here do. Hmm. Cool. Any okay. scraps, really. Yeah, they're a possum. <laughs> right. Teresa says, instead, yes, she would feed it. Instead of throwing away anything edible, I put it outside for whatever creature will eat it. Mm. Possums are more than welcome. They eat insects, including fleas, ticks, and they don't get rabies. I've heard that, too. Yeah. I've heard they're super. That's inviting a lot of food, a lot of critters, though, there. I know. <laughs> including neighborhood pets. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, that's the thing. I, I, If we had a possum, for sure, Murphy, <laughs> Look, I would want to offer it some food. But then again, aren't they naturally hunters and they eat well, I mean, critters look, that we don't want? Two things on point. that. Yeah, I, I don't want to chase them away. But, you know, our dogs usually find them before we do. And I don't mean in a bad way. I'm just saying we know if we've got And then they one. fool our dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, keep your comments coming. We'd love to hear from you on Facebook and Instagram. Three things you need to know today. Number one, Hurricane Ian is now a tropical storm, but um, there are parts of Florida completely underwater um, today. Some of those videos I've seen on Instagram are just um, unbelievable. It is. 12-foot storm surge, millions without power, um, soaked overnight. Um, Some of the the flooding is what's horrific, really, too, uh, with cars flooded up to the windows and homeowners on on the tops of the roof, um, a fire truck with the f- the water halfway in the uh-huh, truck. Uh huh. Um, and of course, a lot of rain to be dumped still all the way through the weekend. Right. Number two, you catch that Katie Couric revealed she has breast cancer yeah, yesterday that. in a blog post. Um, so she um, was diagnosed in June after being six months late for a mammogram. So she's being very mm. vocal about it now. She underwent surgery in July to remove a tumor and she finished her radiation treatment earlier this week, which is why she went ahead and told the world gotcha. this story and expect to hear more of it. And number three, rapper Coolio, I know you heard about this, died at the age of 59 this week. Uh, paramedics arrived by the time they were there he was gone already they think it was cardiac they think cardiac arrest of course he was a big part of the la rap scene in the 90s with gangster's paradise he's only 59 years old three things to know today
We have a really beautiful email I want to get to, and we do love to hear from you anytime. You can give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ, or you can hit us up on social media. Social media connect. Um, to bring you back up to speed with what's going on in our family, even tonight, um, Taylor and Phoebe had this theater teacher that they adored. Mm-hmm. And she was their theater teacher in second grade, throughout junior high, some here and there. They did camps with her in the summertime. And she ended up teaching them both in high school as well. Her name was Kristen. Mm-hmm. And she passed away suddenly and too young. And they are both grieving that. And they're pretty devastated about it. And they got the call earlier this week to, they're going to sing and perform at her memorial service tonight. Yeah. And um, they were asked to sing Bobby, me and Bobby McGee. Mm-hmm. And they reached out to Kristen's brother and said, look, we don't really know that song and we don't really feel as comfortable. Is there anything else? They got a list of songs back from him. And the one they've landed on to perform is this one. Time after time. And so they were rehearsing that last night at the house. Taylor came over and kind of heard what they're doing with it. It's going to be, you know, nice. Even though Phoebe playing guitar and Taylor singing. Phoebe playing guitar and both of them singing. Yeah, Taylor they, will sing lead. They harmonize, which is why they chose this song. They yeah. think it's a good one to sing together. So I'm nervous for them, though, Murph. You know this because they're both also very emotional emotional yeah. about this, yeah. about losing her. I think so, with them being comfortable with the song and being real, yeah, I think it'll be fine. It will be. I know. It's just the mom and me, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they want to make it through it. Yeah. So we'll see. But JC emailed us regarding that grief, you know, just because they're facing it. And we were talking about it. She says, heard, heard how your girls girls are dealing with this close loss. Unfortunately, I've had, had several in the past few years. Something that hit me and seems to be consistent. I think that for every loss, you get a certain amount of tears deposited in your own grief bank. We can't control how much, and every loss is different. The thing is, we can't avoid shedding those tears. When we hold them back, it just takes longer. And that's true. We had talked about, you know, me telling the girls that there's no way around it. You have to go through it. Every time you feel sad about it, just let yourself feel it. And she says, thinking about getting the required tears out helps me relax into grief and experience it. Well, that's true. It is true. So, JC, thank you for sending that. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your next Hollywood Outsider at 820. And next, Sam is the food dude. Yeah, Taco Bell wants you to pick their next menu item that they add. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Taco Bell is looking for your help to bring back uh, an old food item that has been discontinued. Well, Mm. it's not the Mexican pizza. We know it came back. Uh, They want to bring back either the double-decker taco or the enchirito, and they're letting Taco Bell rewards members, you go on the app and you Mm. vote for which one you want, and whoever gets the most votes, that's the one they bring back. I don't remember either one of those. Uh, The double-decker taco is a soft tortilla got some beans spread on it and then they put a real taco on oh top. i remember that one yes <laughs> like now a, the enchilada is a combo between it's like a burrito enchilada. but they put enchilada sauce on it got it okay thank you food dude. taco bell i can knock that out in 20 seconds Good for yeah. you uh mcdonald's launching a new adult uh happy meal yeah and the word is they should call it the grown-up Happy Meal because oh yeah, you say the, the word adult, adult Happy and Meal, like, and people are like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> Go get me four of those." What kind of sexiness is this? Uh, the uh, the street clothing brand Cactus Plant Flea Market mm. uh, is teaming up at McDonald's for this one. So 
in the uh, grown-up box, you will get. And by the way, it doesn't look like a Happy Meal. It's they, they put their own little logos and stuff on it. Okay. So uh, you get your choice of a Big Mac or a ten-piece chicken nuggets with fries and a drink mm-hmm. and a toy. And it's a little a grimace, a hamburger, a birdie, or the cactus buddy. It's a little toy designed by these cactus people. Oh, that's cute. It's a grown-up toy, though. Yeah. Which your kids are going to want anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no reason for you to have it. Uh, <laughs> Texas, okay. Ro- Texas Roadhouse is uh, dropping a candle on us, if you've ever eaten there. Their honey cinnamon butter that you put on the bread. I have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Starting yes. Friday, you can go on their website and order a, a candle that smells like the honey cinnamon butter. It's going to make you want to just eat it. But right. Whatever. Did mm-hmm. you say cinnamon? Why, yes, I did. Cinnabon is rolling out stuff for the freezer section now. Ugh. Per already made, you know, they you just Cinnabon. lay it out cookie dough mm-hmm. and also some other stuff like a cinnamon coffee cake mm-hmm. or a red velvet cake inspired by Cinnabon. Mm! I Sounds know. Good. Throw it in the oven. Yeah. It's, it's a cinnamon. very happy smell. And M&M's, purple M&M's, they're now going to have a purple M&M character. Yes. The, the purple M&M will not show up in the bag. Okay. But but they're introducing a character and it's going to be she's going to be a peanut M M&M. and M. Oh, and guess what? We'll see her for the Super Bowl because Super, yeah. they always do M M&M and M ads. She doesn't have uh, high heels or anything. She's got tie up boots, Cute. and like I said, you won't be able to find purples in the bag. Although if you want, you can custom order a bag yeah. of purple ones. Okay. I might just. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Indeed. We all know we're getting Hocus Pocus two really soon on Disney Plus. Yeah. And by the way, the writer says that she's not against um, three, if you're a mad fan. Well, let's but see how two does. I, want, I know, I agree. I want to say this, though. I, I, this popped up. If you're crazy about this, you can actually now stay at the Sanderson Sisters Cottage mm. from the original movie. The home is located in Salem, and it's listed on Airbnb. In Salem? Wow. I know. And it's affordable. Yeah. 31 bucks a night. Huh. And you get to screen Hocus Pocus, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to throw that in for you. I love it when those sort of places go on Airbnb. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Stranger Things house that's for sale right now, man, just keep it and Airbnb it. I bet you're going to see a lot of the Hocus Pocus costumes at Halloween this year. Kind of always because do. Because it's hot, yeah. Yeah, because it's back. Um, also have a little bit of Miley news. I came in like a Miley Cyrus having a little trouble with her dad right now, Billy, Billy Ray. Ray. Yeah, and it's sad. So Billy Ray is divorcing Miley's mom. Again? You knew that right. Well, yeah. Well, they've been going on They've been like, going on back and forth, yeah. but he's sort of moved on to a much younger woman, uh-huh. and that being a little bit of a problem for Miley. So the word is Billy's happier than he's been in a long time. Yeah. He's in love. He doesn't and, have an achy, breaky heart and anymore. And Miley has been a little bit cold to him lately. That's the word. I was just in the kitchen here, our yeah. work kitchen. And you know you're a parent when, even though our kids, Murphy, are older now, you know you're a parent when you see a huge box. There's a huge box. Oh, a cardboard in there. box, you mean? Yes. Yes. It, it, it held 500 cups, those styrofoam cups oh, that we all drink coffee okay. out of. It's bigger than the garbage can, this box. Yeah. I immediately think somebody, some kid would love to get in that. It's a toy. Yeah, you're yes. right. Yes. Phoebe still would get in it if I brought that home. But Were there any staples in it? I don't think so. No, just a saying. glued a glued box, I believe. It's a big box that your 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 grandson Hollis would love, Sam. He could turn it into a garbage truck. You did this another time. You wanted me to bring a box to Hollis. It's like he's got enough boxes. Okay, I'm just uh, fine. Well, I'm just saying it's you also give it to another kid. It's almost Halloween time. 
parents everywhere are looking for big, awesome boxes. And I'm just telling you, there's a really so, cool box in our kitchen. When your kids were growing <laughs> up, did they play with cardboard boxes? In them. Mm, not that I remember, no. Wow. Man, that's, yeah. To me, that's a rite of passage as a kid. Yeah. My grandmother got a new refrigerator one year, and that box it's the best. Oh, yeah. We the had best a, box when I was a kid, ever, yeah. we had a fridge box. Yeah. with that one for three or four days you before will, we Until yeah. it falls it apart. Yeah. Right. If we put that box in our living room, Murphy, Phoebe, who is 17, would still get in it. Probably. For fun. You sure the dogs wouldn't get to it? They would smell it. They're not a cat. They're not cats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, they don't care about boxes. They might lift their leg to it. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> anyway, it's just my mind. It's kind of like I see that and I know some kid somewhere would enjoy it. You know, yeah. I'm not trying so to. Are s- you bringing it home to no. give to a kid? No, but it's oh. Halloween time. I mean, somebody could be a really cool robot with that. Oh, yeah. The creative mind can, can see any of that. It's sort of mm-hmm. like Phoebe, our youngest, grabbing those flower pots and using that for the mask, or she converted it into mm-hmm. a mask. I just don't have that kind of eye. I mean, when I see a cardboard box, thing. I think about how cool it would be to turn it into a pretend car. <laughs> well, well, that is, that is that. Turning you know. it into a, create, a car is exactly what you just described. You think you don't have that, but you do. Yeah. You just did. Yeah. You just did it, Murphy. Anyhow, if you see it in the kitchen, don't throw it away or don't com- collapse it like I know you guys like to do. Because I think I'm going to ask around and see... You don't need you to ask want. around. Somebody wants to make a car out of it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> you know, I had my first visit to Costco a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yes. with Sammy. And uh, one of the things I noticed, all I ate was the um, chur- the churro. You should have got a hot but dog. I, I saw the sign that said "Buck Fifty Hot Dog Combo. Yes. And I saw this week that the uh, CEO of Costco says mm-hmm. we're keeping it that way. Inflation, inflation. you know, problems with supply chains. We don't care. We're keeping it a buck fifty. He said, hopefully forever. Yeah. Good. That's, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long forever is, but the, uh, you know, the thing about Costco that I read a long time ago is they can afford to do those kinds of things because the memberships are where they make their money. It's, they can, they can choose the things that they want to lose a little on because being a member is what really pays the bill. Yeah. They get that subscription, that big, um, What's what's fun to me about going to Costco? One of the fun things is when you're at checkout yeah. and you're you're watching all the people who've shopped and loaded up, and they're hitting that uh, concession area, and they are having that churro or having that hot yeah. dog. You can see some man. Or, I waited or, or, for this pizza the whole time. Or Sunday, or yeah, yeah, all that.